welcome back to the Icelandic Roundup. My name is Josiane Gatens. I am the culture editor at Reykjavik Grapevine. And my name is Valo Grætisson and I'm the editor-in-chief at Reykjavik Grapevine. And welcome back once again. This is episode 11. Uh, we're going to go over the news for you today, uh, all about earthquakes, monkeypox, and of course the situation with refugees and asylum seekers in Iceland. But first of all, let's uh, just mention our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lava Center, uh, a lovely tech museum uh, somewhere in the south. Just Google it. Uh, it's wonderful. You can actually know like, because, I mean, this, the earth is shaking. Uh, the, the, I mean, there are at least two volcanoes that are very likely to come up in the next uh, 12 to 24 months. So, I mean, if you want to be prepared uh, and you want to know exactly what this is all about, Lava Center is exactly for you. And as well as Lava Centre, we have Lava Car Rental. We really recommend these guys if you're coming to Iceland this summer and are looking to rent a vehicle. They have uh, all different kinds uh, suitable to all the different roads and conditions mm-hmm. in Iceland, as well as, well as campers, um, which is brilliant if you want to be able to go and explore a bit more. Um, the links to both of those guys are in the description, of course. And hello to everybody watching on YouTube. Uh, thanks for joining. Our members are able to watch our podcasts on YouTube. So if you're interested in joining them, the link for that is also in the description. You can actually see us. Yeah, I mean, it's not... It's not our best, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not It's not maybe what you want, but <laughs> we, we can be quite funny. Sometimes we make funny faces. Um, so, earthquakes. Yes. What's the latest? Quakes are just not stopping. Uh, it's very similar, actually, to what happened before uh, the eruption at Fagradalsfjall. Uh, the wonderful eruption there was, was very small and very touristic in, in all aspects. Uh, we had just uh, today, this Monday today, uh, that's when we record this, mm-hmm. we had a quake about 3.5 in magnitude. And we have had at least 400 quakes now in the last 24 hours. Yes, they're averaging between 400 and 600 a day. Right. Uh, it's, it's still quite lower than we, what we had when we were uh, had the quakes before the eruption in Fagradarsfjall. But yeah. it's very similar. All of this is very similar, actually. It's definitely growing there. And I mean, of those, and we're saying like 400 to 600 quakes per day, of those very few are actually detectable by humans. But that is, you know, when you're, when you're reading this on instruments, that's how many are actually going on. And the thing is, of course, if you live in Grindavik, and especially if you're perhaps, uh, you you didn't, like we weren't brought up in Iceland, uh, you might find this quite terrifying, but it's not really. Uh, It's, uh, it basically means that, well, (laughs) well, it doesn't sound good, but I want to say it's, it's terrifying in some aspect. But uh, of course, the uh, the magma is trying to thrust itself up in an area called Eldwerp. It's like a nest of fire, as the like an English word, uh, and uh, it's just around like southwest of Grindavik. Uh, and because it's all trying to go up there, the magma means that everything is shaking. These earthquakes don't get that big. It's like, no. for example, when uh, Fagradarsfjall uh, like was kind of like kicked off with a, a huge earthquake. That was 5.8. You can feel that very well. And it can be frightening. The rules are, of course, and you can find this online also, just uh, go onto your table, go in like, what is it, in the corridors uh, uh, and, and under kind of, uh, yeah, I think it's under door frames and stuff. Please don't 
quote us. We clearly know nothing, but like That's there's a, <laughs> you uh, can check it out Just whatever you do, don't uh, run out because that's basically when 99% of these uh, accidents happens is when people are running out and something hits them or they fall or whatever. But compared to other areas where there's a lot of um, uh, earthquake activity, I mean, the, these tend to be pretty small and manageable here. You're not having like, you know, I think in, in some places like in California, they have children doing like almost like a like a test in case there's going to be an, an eruption yeah, yeah, and they yeah. will practice getting under the tables and stuff. You don't really have that here. No. Well, we learn it, uh, but uh, it's not. I don't think it's taught entirely in schools. Uh, we always had it in phone books okay. and so on. It was the funniest <laughs> thing. But it's like you, you kind of just learn it. You can Google it. Uh, it's its like there are uh, uh, the civil guard have a pretty good uh, homepage where they can advise you what exactly to do. But the, the thumb rule is, is literally this. Do not run out. Okay. That's, that's the only rule. They're like, uh, of course, go under the table if it's hectic, if it's like 6.5 or something and you, and you for some reason decided to put all of your stuff like on, on shelves beyond <laughs> your room or something like, something like that. Uh, but, uh, but under the table, but just don't run out because that's like all of these accidents happens what this. Uh, but because houses are not going to collapse in Iceland. That no. just hasn't, doesn't happen. Also, uh, the thing is, of course, we don't know exactly how the situation is about Eldwurp mm -hmm. or the fire nest. Uh, but what we do know and what uh, volcanologists are saying is that uh, this might be a little bit more severe than the, the eruption at Faradarsfjall, meaning it could be more violent eruption, uh, more uh, kind of more terrifying in some ways. But also keep in mind, this is always a slow event. No need to panic, not yeah. now at least. Uh, if you live in Grindavik or in the area, the the town council should... Uh, well, when they're formed, there, there, are, there is actually no <laughs> proper town council now just because of politics. Uh, Perfect but, time for a volcano. Right. And also, not only this, uh, but uh, we have another area. Uh, it's, it's like... Uh, it's like uh, north of uh, Vatnajökull glacier. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's in an area where, well, you wouldn't really notice anything. And we call it Viti. It means hell. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That sounds chill. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful place, by the way. <laughs> uh, but this Viti uh, is, uh, the land under there is rising uh, and has risen by 30 centimeters, mm -hmm. the whole land. Uh, this means, and, and it's very obvious, that it's going to erupt uh, sooner than later. Uh, and, uh, well, the good news is that the eruptions there have not been that big or dangerous. There was uh, some in the 18th century, and mm. that was a, kind of a bad one with gas and everything and ash and so on. But uh, it's not going to be the same now. You're probably not even going to uh, notice it unless you literally just wish it hell. Uh, I don't know if you want to <laughs> wish it And it just hell. lives up to the name of it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, the thing is, there's there's the, the difficulty with... Uh, predicting these events is that it's really difficult and, and people yeah. are you know trying to do it but it's really hard to tell exactly what's going to happen and um, we've learned a lot from the last volcano for yeah. instance but it's still really hard to know exactly what each thing means yeah. and uh, Valor is always really looking forward to the next eruption and like tends to lean towards like positive <laughs> Well, it's the thing you're just you're it's totally it, hyped. It's, it's unnerving, <laughs> of course. The like the the earthquakes are unnerving, uh, and I understand that very well. Especially if you, for example, an immigrant in Iceland and you don't grow up with this nonsense. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but 
but the, I mean, like it's not an imminent danger to anything. Yeah. If you yeah. think about it like that, it's gonna fish you up, mm-hmm. uh, and you're gonna know. Uh, but the thing is, it could be a tragedy if if the lava reaches the town of Grindavik, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's not gonna reach there in minutes or, yeah. or not even hours. It There's might not be weeks risk to or life. Months. Yeah, yeah, mm. and I think that's the thing is that if you're from a different area that has a lot of volcanic activity, you might be surprised how chill Icelanders are about this. But it's within that context very much. Uh, so, uh, just keep in mind if the earth is, is also like if you're actually a tourist and you might be for some reason climbing a mountain in the area, uh, there is, a, for example, actually in Fagradalsfjall, which is if you want to see the the old uh, the old area, mm-hmm. uh, there is a possibility that stones might come uh, crushing down, uh, especially if the quakes are big. But we're hoping that it has, uh, like, there has been so much movement in the area that there is nothing left to go down. <laughs> but you never know. Uh, just keep an eye on the hills and you can, it, it's, it's the best way to see it is basically uh, where there is smoke, like, uh, or like, not smoke, what do you call it? Like uh, Steam, gases. Yeah, what? like uh, the, when the rush goes down, you dust, basically. Oh, dust. Yeah, okay, dust. sorry. Uh, I'm not uh, reading your mind accurately. No, enough. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a problem, actually, too. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay, but uh, the thing is that if you see the dust, then uh, you be careful uh, about the, these hills. So, on to monkeypox. And we're going to start this by sort of saying we debated whether or not to even discuss this situation. Yeah. Um, basically, monkeypox is a, a viral infection um, that's uh, it's been discovered in several countries, um, including a lot of Nordic countries. Um, it's not in Iceland yet, um, and there's quite a few cases in the UK in particular. Um, it's not... Uh, it, it, it is... Con- contagious um it's not contagious in the way that covid is mm-hmm. uh you have to have pretty close contact with somebody in order to contract it um but it has been appearing a lot in the media um and obviously there's a lot of anxiety around it mm-hmm. well the first thing is that uh, it's not a problem <laughs> <laughs> i mean of course it's a problem but it's not a concern uh, our chief epidemiologist, uh, which is re- uh, like, uh, he is quitting his job, by the way, which is Thorolfi Guðnarsson, and he was in an interview, uh, he was asked about this, and he says this is not as severe as anyone, like, this is not dangerous. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. There are like, uh, there are 3% chances that one that gets the virus might die from it. But uh, 3% chances is, a high, is very high when it comes, to, for example, to COVID. Mm. But when it comes to this, these are so few cases in some ways. And the thing is, is, is you transmit it with close, uh, what do you call it? Like you Close physical contact. Close physical contact, yep. basically. But what has been interesting about it is how it has been bombarding, basically, the news yeah. uh, and the news cycles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and we have seen, seen this also in Iceland, where it's like, uh, it's very... Uh, is connected like to uh, racist ret- rhetoric to, because of its, its origin from Africa, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the the orgies, the gay or- orgies in Spain and and I think in Belgium or something like that. This has been reported and, as 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 a source for uh, for where monkeypox has been spreading, and it's also been reported in in the UK, for instance, that it's um, there's a high rate of transmission between gay and bisexual men. Now, as much as it's important to sort of warn particular groups. Who might be impacted by things Mm -hmm. this is 
it just harks back to a kind of a different era. Um, it really sounds like the the AIDS rhetoric uh, in so many ways. Yeah, and I, I I vaguely remember that myself. I was a child at the time, though, but it was uh, it's not a good way to talk about things at all. Definitely. And the thing is, of course, just uh, if you see this in the news, of course, then just keep in mind this is. At least the, the like uh, healthcare system in Iceland, they do not view this as any kind of a threat in yes. itself. Um, there is a there's um, the smallpox vaccine, which has obviously been incredibly effective against smallpox, is considered to be uh, pretty eighty five percent effective against this. So we have we, we already have the vaccination for this and yeah. so on. Yeah. And also it takes, it's just also a virus, like it takes you four weeks to get it out of your system yeah. and then you're absolutely fine. <laughs> absolutely. And so, I mean, it, it it's probably quite likely that it will end up in Iceland at some point. Yeah, that's um, the thing. But the main thing is that despite, you know, obviously we're all a little bit on edge because of the, the last pandemic and because yeah. of COVID and we don't want to be in a situation like that again. But, you know, don't let, uh, don't let media outlets or whatever prey on those fears um this is this is something that that shouldn't be a huge cause for concern exactly and then to asylum seekers that's something that we should actually this be... is a real cause for concern right yeah i wish this was higher up in in the news rather than monkeypox yes so in iceland we have had of course a pandemic you 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 heard about this <laughs> uh and the thing is with the pandemic is that you couldn't travel simple as that mm-hmm uh, and in this time, of course, asylum seekers were in Iceland and like in all, all other countries, and it was impossible for the government to evict them, mm-hmm. uh, send them back, mostly to Greece, actually. Greece is like, uh, if you're not a European, then Greece is the uh, basically epicenter for the, like asylum seekers in Europe, because yes. the, that's the first point, touching point often. Yep. The other countries can be Italy, for example, mm-hmm. but uh, Greece is obviously a very popular destination as a first des- destination to Europe. Yes. So uh, here's the thing. Uh, we also had the Schengen, uh, Schengen agreement. agreement, exactly. Uh, <laughs> And th- this means in some ways that the first the first place that you come to, like you get a visa example, or like, not even visa, you want to call it, like a temporary like asylum seekers uh, position in Greece. Yes. And therefore you can't really get uh, another one, for example, in Iceland. Yes, this is uh, part of EU immigration policy called the Dublin Regulation. Yes. And it's been very controversial. And it basically means that the first country within the EU or in Schengen that you land upon as a, as an asylum seeker, as a refugee, uh, has to be the, the country that you register in and the country that you stay in. And mm-hmm. then that's what processes your asylum claim. Um Greece isn't a fan of this. No, it's uh, this. been inundated uh, with 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 people who are unable to live, uh, you know, who are un- unable to leave. Sorry, um, and for uh, the asylum seekers themselves, the situation in Greece is, you know, it's kind of unbearable. Um, the Doctors Without Borders have uh, recently issued a report saying that the situation in Greece is completely untenable. Mm-hmm. That there's a a lack of access to um, both physical and mental health care, mm-hmm. as well as opportunities for integration. Yeah. Um, it's just not a place you want to be. There no. are currently um, and there over are notorious hun- There are notorious places in, for example, Lesbos, yes. uh, the island. Uh, uh, quite a lot of these islands are, yeah. are, are, are really full of, of people. There are currently over 120,000 asylum seekers and 50,000 refugees in Greece living mm-hmm. in pretty desperate 
conditions. Exactly. And the thing is, I, Icelanders now uh, have now 300 asylum seekers that they will be sent back. Uh, we have never sent so many back in such a short amount of time. And this has been obviously heavily criticized by the uh, minority at the parliament. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, and especially like uh, uh, our minister of, minister of Justice, Jón Gunnarsson, he has been saying that... Uh, uh, that the people expected this, like they knew exactly what was up. Yeah, uh, they have already been uh, refused uh, to be here. But the thing is, when it comes to Iceland, is we have actually often uh, made exception because uh, if people are here for the longer time, yeah, and they shoot roots here, yeah, uh, if that's the right thing <laughs> to do it, yeah, yeah, put down roots, yeah, put down roots, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, and and therefore, like you, you have children even here. They're in yeah. the system. They are like in schools and so on. Absolutely. Uh, and it, it's unhuman, definitely, to to uh, like uh, uproot them. Yeah, uproot them exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a laughing matter, but it's just I, I'm so like sometimes I'm just uh, with the English. It's like it's really hard to <laughs> to to translate directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, of course, that uh, it's a brutal immigrant policy uh, that we have in Iceland mm-hmm. and we've had for the longest time and we also at the same time because this is uh, quite telling we are also fighting in our parliament about uh, uh, like a new immigration uh, bill yeah uh, and this bill is uh, the sole purpose of it is to make this like uh, more quicker mm-hmm. like a f- efficient and efficient basically means that if you come here from, example, uh, Greece, uh, after like coming from any other country, mm-hmm. uh, that they, they, they try to basically get you out of the country as soon as possible yes. and so on. Removing some of the, the sort of current systems and processes in place that they, they have to go through at the moment to make it yeah, make be, it faster. Because it's viewed unhumane basically to have the process too long. That's yeah. also unhumane. I mean, it's... Yeah, I, the the deportations are kind of all the more absurd just because it's been recently announced that Iceland is short of an estimated nine thousand workers. That's the thing, right? There was a there was a man from uh, Palestine, Palestine mm-hmm. that was in interview at Roof or National Broadcast, and he was exactly pointing this out. He's been working here, yeah. and I mean the man is from Palestine. Yeah. I mean it, it's not like he's is from like Germany or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it, it's incredible that he can't be here. He's been working. And we're we're desperately needing, missing like 9,000 people. That's only for the tourist industry. Yes, yes, Uh, exactly. Then we have the the construction industry Mm -hmm. and so on. It's like, because Iceland does, I mean, we are not only few, but Mm -hmm. we are getting more and more and well educated Mm -hmm. and and less of us are doing these jobs, actually. Absolutely. It's the same with the fish factories and so on. Yeah. So it's like uh, all of these factories, for example, are with with immigrants, more or less. And it's, um, you know, there's there's sometimes uh, one of the, the, the kind of criticisms um, or or people are saying are against um, having refugees here. Uh, They'll say that because we are a small country that our healthcare system or our school system mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. so on can't handle a big influx of, of, um, of immigrants, of uh, refugees or asylum seekers. But we've kind of disproved that yeah. with the situation with the Ukrainian refugees. Uh, not only that, we have, of course, well over 900 Ukrainian refugees, uh, which is uh, a, a lot for Icelanders. Keep in mind, like we are three hundred seventy thousand. 
3,000 people is like 1% of the nation. Mm-hmm. So they are getting close to like what, 1.5%, 1%. Mm-hmm. 1%. So it, it's, it's uh, the health percent, sorry. <laughs> uh, so it's like, it's, it's not only that, but we have also like uh, 2 million tourists per year. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, it's not like uh, 300 more people. <laughs> will, I mean, we have 2 million tourists and are, like, and they are getting into more physical problems <laughs> than yes. ever me or, or, or the immigrants, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, I expect that we will be talking about this story a lot as there continues to be a discussion and, and backlash against this decision. And I don't expect that this will be smooth sailing for no. the government to try and, uh, and undertake this, this. And here's the thing, it won't either change uh, because uh, the, the right-wing government, like for the, uh, the independence party, they, mm-hmm. are, they are like behind, like they're facing this, they're, they're, they have the Ministry of Justice uh, and they have been trying to play hardball uh, often uh, when it comes to uh, immigration, like asylum seekers in Iceland. And uh, because they don't want the media to like spin things out of control, yeah. uh, and then they give in, and then they have an example of that. So it's, it's going to be a tough fight, actually. Yeah. And I I think that not much will change unless I mean, then we, of course we have the left greens, which mm-hmm. are they they pretend to be uh, like a a party that is. Uh, very much fighting for asylum seekers, but they have not shown that for five years at least now. Yeah, I mean, beyond the government themselves, there are also, of course, a lot of uh, groups in Iceland, sort of small but quite vocal population who fight uh, for the rights of of immigrants, of refugees, of asylum seekers. And there have been some um, kind of more significant instances in the past, including people stopping planes from from taking off bec- yeah. because they were uh, involved in, in deportations. So um, I think there will be a, a lot of vocal uh, vocalization around this yeah. f- out with the government as well. Exactly. Uh, that, uh, yeah, uh, enough of that. Should we go into the roads? Or? Yeah, go on. What's happening in the roads? Uh, all traffic prohibited in the highlands. There are constructions also all over the country. Cool. Uh, in in short, basically, uh, don't don't go to the highlands. Is like the, the 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 like the the roads are thawing, thawing right, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they are like these are not paved roads. You couldn't pave anything up there. Yes, uh, and it's it's pretty harsh. So don't go there. And there are constructions like road constructions very like widely. I mean, mm-hmm. go to road.is if yep. you like. If you have no idea where someone is stopping you, to check it out. You probably the odds are that you're on a street that they are doing some road constructions. Uh, Do you think they're getting rid of the plot holes? Uh, I mean, there, there was no nothing about it actually today. Okay, I well, mean, that must be it. I think the plot holes have been filled. Uh, or the plot, plot, holes. plot holes and plot holes, yeah. Uh, and the thing is that... Uh, yeah, it's like uh, also when you when you like around these construction areas. I mean, you know this as well as we do. There are you can see these numbers like drive on 30, 40, yeah, 50, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just go by this, those numbers. Is is uh, although there is some annoyed Icelanders behind you that want to go a little bit faster. Yeah, I mean, it's it's often like it's go, often like going through a maze, literally to go through these constructions. Just take it slow. Basically. Anyway, and the weather it is glorious right now in it's downtown Reykjavik. Wonderful, um, yes. We're really enjoying it. It's what, like 11 degrees or something? Oh, um, like <laughs> it, it, that really is exciting for us. Don't, don't, don't judge. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, it's, it's, it's meant to stay warm, but it's going to become a little bit more overcast and uh, a little more variable uh, this week. So 
Tuesday, tomorrow, or today, if you're listening to the podcast, um, variable light winds and showers in the south of the country, temperatures 5 to 14 degrees, warmest in the southwest. Wednesday is similar with rain in the north. Thursday, we'll have light rain in the north and east of the country again, but cloudy with uh, chances of afternoon showers in the south. Similar temperatures as all week, but warmer in the south. Friday, light rain in the north again, clear and mild in the south. And going into the weekend on Saturday, there'll be easterly or variable winds, partially cloudy and mostly dry. Temperature 5 to 15 degrees and warmest in the southwest. Yes. Just keep in mind, it's impossible <laughs> to, to dress for the weather. Uh, you, you can't even it's use impossible. You, you can't even use the umbrella. So, so dress no. exactly how you want to dress because it won't even get wet. I mean, there is something, the rain is like that. You never get wet from it, right? I mean, no. I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. <laughs> I don't know. Just I mean, take your chances and just go out and, and don't be in that Teflon uh, jacket of yours or whatever. I mean, just be fancy. I'm, I'm, it's a fancy you, time. Yeah, you have a lot, you're a lot fancier in your dress than, than I am. I'm out in like my waterproof jacket looking like a tourist. <laughs> Better to be safe than sorry. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I like to be sure than safe. Yes, I, well, we know this. Yeah. Um, thank you again for, for listening and thank you to our sponsors. All the links that you need for all the things that we've been talking about are in the description of this podcast. And you can always go to our website, grapevine.is, to read more news and find out more things that we're up to. Um, we ask you once again, sorry to always demand, but if you could leave us a review or a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, mm. wherever you listen to the show, it really makes a huge difference. So go easy on Josie. She can't handle more. I yeah, think. no, I'm going to crack under the pressure. <laughs> I have to work with this guy. Uh, <laughs> I like review, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm getting quite tough by the, with the ears. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't question your dress sense, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, that's all from us today. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Goodbye.